Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. Hi, good morning, everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon on a Thursday as Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Uh, revert back to local programming here for the next couple of hours, and we appreciate you spending some of your morning here with Trent and myself as we talk sports and localize it as best we can with you. Uh, the BMW of Des Moines guest, looks, guest list looks like this today. Uh, we will start things off with Rob Doster, our friend from the the Field of 68 podcast that he does with Jeff Goodman. We'll go around college hoops uh, from a national perspective, but clearly Iowa and the Big Ten and the Big 12 will uh, be a big talker uh, during our our uh, period we, that we spend with Mr. Doster. Uh, Travis from uh, the Wild Rose Casino, the sports book, the DraftKings sports book in Jefferson, is going to join us at 10:50 or thereabouts. Uh, as we will now, what have we what have we been roped into doing here? <laughs> we are. Uh... I saw. Him, I saw. Um, at one point on Twitter yesterday, uh-huh. Williams, Petey, you and I, our picture was on some poster. Right. Well, what are we doing? We're making big bets for the big game. We're going to uh, be involved in a contest. All right. Against those two or against each other? I'm not sure. I haven't got the full details. If we're teaming up, because I know they did something where well, I it was... I want to be on your team if we can, because well, you had a hell of a year. Well, Williams, he hit 70% that one year. Oh, I know. He stays living on it, oh, too. Oh, boy. He's still chirping about it. And I think those lines were kind of stale. I mean, that aside. But we'll, we'll leave that alone. Okay. They were stale. Uh, if it's a team, we're going to kill him. Yeah, I think so. Russ, he's not a wagerer, but here's the no, fun he's thing. he's a realtor. He's a realtor, right. You, though he works with some people up there that do like yeah, the dab. point, yeah. I mean. Bedsy and company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, when he gets to the Super Bowl, and if we're given a bankroll, and that's what we do on our television show, it's not we pick five games every week, that's uh-huh. what we do here on the radio, it's a bankroll. If you're Ross, just take a couple of long shots. Fire. Right. And take a couple of props. If they give us a, I don't know, $500 bankroll to play with, you hit one or two of those props, he'll kill us. He'll crush us. So. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm excited to see what the guys at DraftKings well, maybe Sportsbook I'll, have for maybe us. Maybe I'll play the role of Ross if you and I are a team. Well, I'll, and you love props. I do. That prop that sheet. Means what makes the Super, this is going to be so much fun this year in the state of Iowa, the yes. Super Bowl game. Uh, look, here's my prediction with, with Travis. And, and full disclosure, uh, you and I are endorsing DraftKings. Mm-hmm. But I would say this even if we weren't. Um, I want to believe, and I do believe. I think that when it's all said and done, at least it seems to be trending in that direction. It, it was tough to get to Jefferson. Yes. I mean, it's not tough, but it's, you know what I mean? It, you have it's to carve out way. an afternoon. Right. You want to you wanna become a DraftKings customer prior to January the 1st. And, and DraftKings is a huge national company and have made a massive, massive impact uh, in the sports wagering landscape. I, I think... When it's all said and done, William Hill right now and, and Prairie Meadows are the king, right? Because they've got you know, Des Moines, the Des Moines market. But this DraftKings, they are going to close the gap and perhaps surpass. And that forced William Hill to go out and to try to upgrade their app. No doubt. Um, I think BetMGM is going to be a player in this thing. They're a huge company. Mm-hmm. Uh, they take major, major wagers. But I'm going to watch this DraftKings because I think that they're 
arrow was clearly pointing up in our state. Well, I'm anxious to talk to Travis and get the uh, the uh, particulars as to how this is going to work, but glad to be a part of it. I know that when we were asked to participate, we all came up with our favorite charity. Yes. Uh, there's going to be a charity donation that goes along with this. You chose Special Olympics of Iowa. Uh, if, if I win, I'm going to donate whatever I win to the Food Bank of Iowa, a, uh, a cause that's been uh, that you and I have spent a lot of time uh, talking about with our friend Michelle from from, uh, uh, from Food Bank of Iowa. I, I know that uh, Ross and Chris have very worthwhile uh, charities behind their name as well. So that'll be fun. But we'll get the um, we'll get the who, what, when, where from Travis at about 10 minutes before the hour of 11. Then we'll get uh, into the Hawkeyes with our friend Wade Looking Bill. Uh, Wade will join us at 11.05. Boy, it's nice to see them back on the floor. It seems like it's been so long since... And you and I is kind of out of sight, out of mind this year. Right. Because just the way everything's going. I mean, the injuries that they've had, um, the the buzz around the program leading up to the basketball season was clearly there to an extent, to the extent it can be here in central Iowa. But it's kind of fallen off a cliff. Drake is on the shelf. Iowa State is on the shelf. Uh, Iowa, when they play, they're fun to watch, and uh, they haven't been playing enough lately No, to, in no part to their own, but they get to play tonight, so that'll be good to watch them. And then Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News will join us about 11.25 as Trent and I will take a look at the uh, NFL focusing on the championship games. And excited to do that as we get closer and closer to those games, becoming clearer and clearer what we're going to see out of Patrick Mahomes. Uh, one well, he's thing. playing. There's yeah. no doubt about that. You mentioned our charities that we're playing for. I want to mention this with the Special Olympics of Iowa. I, I chose that charity. I was a special education teacher for mm-hmm. a number of years before going into this crazy walk of life full time. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have something cool going on right now at the Special Olympics of Iowa. They have Super Bowl squares. I, I think we've you all can played. buy those? Nice. So they're $20. Yeah. Just, just Google Special Olympics of Iowa Super Bowl square and it'll pop up. And that's the easiest way to do it. But you do it twenty bucks per square, and you can do you can purchase them online. Yep, purchase them online. Ten dollars stays with Special Olympics Iowa. Ten dollars goes into the pool. That's awesome. And then you got a chance to win. That's fantastic. It's really really cool. So this must have been part of the the new law as well. I didn't think you could do that. No, they've done this for a, a number of years. I, I want to. I mean, probably at least eight years that I know of that they've been doing this. Huh. But yeah, the online oh, component so where you could do that. Yes, yeah. Because it's charity-based, I'm Probably sure that's so. the reason yeah. behind it. Yeah. And you hit a certain threshold mm-hmm. of the money that's given out and the money that's kept. But is, is it the same contest as you see at a lot of bars? Yep. You got the 0 through 9 yep. across the yep. top and yep. the 0 through 9 on the contest. side. It's a fun contest. It is. You get the squares and away you go. Got to have those squares covered up. You got to watch out for the chicanery of whoever's running that pool. They know where those 7s are. They know where those 0s yeah. are. They right. know where those 3s threes, are. Yep. Got to be careful with those. Not so much when it's online because it's all random. Well, good stuff. Special Olympics of Iowa. Uh, we are. Um, we're hopeful that we will be able to uh, direct some of the money or all of the money that we uh, that we come out on top and we get that opportunity to do so. So last night in sports, um, I, the the Big Ten game wasn't much of a game. I tried to watch it. The Wisconsin Northwestern. It's good for a while. The Wisconsin's just a better uh, basketball team. But I did, um, as I said, I was going to do. I hadn't seen the Minnesota Wild play mm-hmm. last night. Trent, it is very apparent that that kid that they've been waiting for for so long, Kaprizov, 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 the uh, rookie who's going to be 24 years of age here in a couple of months. Uh, so he's he's you know not a rookie in rookie age. Rookie age is 18, 19, but still, um, I'm, I'm not trying to knock him down a peg. I'm just that's a fact. He's the best player on the team, and it, I mean, I watched him 
regardless of where the puck was, I watched him every shift. I watched him without when he, you know, what he does without the puck, um, the way he skates, the way he shoots. The the Minnesota Wild have something there. They really do. This kid's going to be a star. So the Wild drafted him back in 2015. It's been a long time, right? It was it. That's Connor McDavid's draft, and he was a fifth round pick, but uh-huh. he was. He was a fifth-round pick because they didn't think he'd ever come over here. Never. So right. that was the thought. Right. Because certainly even when you look back then, and I saw an article back then about him, and they had mentioned this would have been a top-five talent. Yeah, Trent, they hit the lottery with this kid is what they did. So how did they get him over here? If They thought- they finally did his, because he was signed to the – he had a contract, signed a contract with the KHL, which is the – Russian affiliate, and we're going way deep in the weeds here, of the <laughs> NHL over in Russia. It's the best league in Russia. It's uh-huh. the best league in, I don't know if it's the best league in Europe or not, but it's pretty damn good. Um, and his contract finally expired. And they've been going over, the last GM had been going over to keep the relationship, you know, a, a fa- giving a face to the uh, relationship and to the, and to the hockey team. But they got him over here now, and man, oh man, this kid is a star. He's a, and, and you know what, on a team that really doesn't have one mm-hmm. uh, anymore, Zach Parise has been a great player. I mean, been a great player, but he's getting a little long in the tooth. He's a shell of his former self. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's still good, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, but boy, oh boy. I mean, 10 years ago, this guy was a superstar. Uh, but he's pretty damn good, and he's going to be he's one of the best American-born players of all time. But this Kaprizov, 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 uh, someone to watch. And if you're a hockey fan in the market, and if you're a Minnesota Wild fan, pay attention to number 97 because he may take you some places. My uh, question before the season, as you know, hockey, NBA, it's usually more of an April right. and May sport yeah. for me. NBA for me, too. So with that, you thought before the year, well, a week ago, <laughs> that the Wild were probably not a playoff team. Right. Your opinion changed? I, I know it's bit. really early. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I was I was impressed by it. Look, I don't think the team they beat last night is worth a damn, but still, uh, they're on the road. They're in the west, on the West Coast. Maybe. Maybe they got a chance to okay. stay. I hope they do. I hope they do. The more, yes. air quote, local teams we get when we uh, get into the uh, into the tournament, when we get to the Stanley Cup playoffs, that's good. Anyways, uh, we shall move on. I saw the Iowa Wild. Their schedule came out. They're going to mm-hmm. open up here in a couple of weeks. Super Bowl weekend, I believe. Um, so we'll do something with Joe O'Donnell at the very minimum uh, next week prior to that. So let's go to what you retweeted last night because it got my attention. And you retweeted a um, something from, well, I don't know who it was from, but what? But the the the, the crux of the story was you you put out there that is free agency coming to high school sports? Yeah, yeah. So take me behind the curtain. What what is going on? So there was a, um, I don't even know the correct terminology. It was put out though. Is it a bill from Kim Reynolds, from our governor? Mm-hmm. And in it, she is asking to remove open enrollment wait time, meaning you leave your school, you go to another school mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Not your parents are moving. Right. You just want to, you don't want to go here, you want to go there. And with it, you're eligible to play athletics and band and whatever else. So if you're, so I'm glad you brought that up because that was one of the questions I had. So if I'm a band member, Centennial, mm-hmm. and I want to go to Southeast Polk. Because they got a great band this year. Or even if they don't have a great band this year. I can be first chair. I can, I can right. Whatever that means. I have no <laughs> idea. But I, I get up the first. So the band member has to sit out a year to... This isn't just strictly sports? For extracurriculars. You have to compete at the state competitions that they have. Yes. There is also a sit-out I, I didn't realize that. Not just athletics, but for the other So if I'm in the science club? If it's, if it's a state-sanctioned... 
competition? Uh huh. I would guess, yeah, that it's the same way. Wow. I would assume so. Uh-huh. If you're talking about at the state level and it's something sponsored by the state. Well, okay. So let's bring it back to sports because that's what we focus on here. <laughs> and we're getting first oh, chair. There's a new one. Tips of our skis there. Yeah. Uh, so what's the likelihood this happens and what's behind it? I mean, or who's behind it? Who got in her ear to 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 want to, to, to wanna bring this and we're really getting up to the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder if this is something that's coming from Des Moines public schools and, and the kids that are still concerned that very quickly can be taken away. So like this summer when the Roosevelt players, mm-hmm. when they had their season taken away from them and they wanted to go somewhere else and play, they were able to do that right away this year, were they not? For the schools, when it looked like they were not going to play, that was going to be on the table. I think Belmond, which is up in North Iowa, they had a couple of softball players. We're not playing softball, right? Well, you're able to go. I remember and play. that they were, were they, they were twin, they were sisters. I think are in the story. Yes. If that's the ones you're referring yep, to. Yep, absolutely. So I wonder, I wonder if it has something. And again, the continued back and forth between the governor's office and uh-huh. public schools. If Des Moines Public Schools, for whatever reason, if the rates get high again, we're going online. That means no mm-hmm. extracurriculars. Well, Jimmy, who's playing basketball over at Roosevelt, yep. I want to still play ball. You can go, and you're not going to have to sit out 90 days. Of course, the season would be over. Right. You'd be eligible right away. I, And again, this is just pure speculation on my part, but that would be my speculation of possibility where it could be coming from. Hmm. So who was the one that uh, alerted you to it? Was it? I just saw a tweet of okay. it. In fact, it was Jeff Johnson, who's one of the high school reporters over at the Cedar Rapids I Gazette. was uh, I was tw- tweeting with Jeff Johnson. He's a big hockey fan. Yeah, that's what we were tweeting about. He's uh, a Blues fan, though. I don't know how well you guys get Well, along. his tweet was, uh, I, I fell into him and Morehouse were tweeting about hockey, and one there was a question, how far is Winnipeg from the Twin Cities? Ah, oh, yes. I got this one. <laughs> you made that drive a time <laughs> right. or two. I know this one. Uh, so I, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, he seems like a good guy. He is. Yeah, he's a Twins fan. So he's, is he? Good. Yeah, every time I see him at a state tournament event, he usually, well, we're usually lamenting about the Twins as we talk. Really good guy. But that's where I saw it first. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything more though. Nothing here in Central Iowa. I haven't seen anybody there. Goodwin hasn't done anything. Cody. Nothing from Cody. Nothing from Matthew Bain of the uh-huh. Register. You, know, you think of Pratt up at Fort Dodge, who does a really yeah, good Eric job. Pratt does a nice job. There's a lot of guys yeah. around the state and some of the smaller newspapers that do a good job. And I hadn't seen anything more on it. I wonder if this is, again, I don't know a ton about government. One of those bills that is just put out there, but mm-hmm. realistically is not going to see the light of day. And it very well could be something like mm-hmm. that. But something to at least keep your eye on. Because if that happens and you do not have to sit out, all right, falls here. I'm a really good football player, and of course, I'm going to go to Dowling Catholic. Yep. And here comes basketball, and you know, I love Coach Windhorse, so I'm going to go to Valley. So you can play basketball at Dowling and then play volley, play basketball, play football at Dowling, and, and by the time basketball season rolls around, that quick. That's what, the, according to this, if there is no sit-out period after the Thanksgiving break, you can go back and you know I'm going to go. I'm going to go to Valley now, and I'm going to play basketball. And here comes spring, and you know Waukee's got a great track program, so I'm going to go run track <laughs> over at Waukee and baseball. You know, I really like Johnston. You know how good yeah. Coach Barta does wow. up there. I'm going to go I try to make that, four state championships this year. Trent, I hope this doesn't pass. I am with you. I hope it doesn't. From our vein. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are things that we don't think about because we're just so strictly sports-minded. Mm-hmm. But from where we are, yeah, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense to just open it up in that fashion. You know, the guys that you grew up with, uh, I'm assuming it was very similar to the guys that I grew up with. Why would you? I, it never dawned on me to... And I don't think it dawned on any of my friends either to, 
I'm going to go. I'm going to leave you and go play for another school. These are guys you grew up with. Mm-hmm. No, these are guys you hung out with. Why would you want to? I mean, you, well, here here's the part that's a lot different. And knowing now a lot of the dads that are getting into it, my friends and people that I bet met through the high school ranks over the last decade or so, is these kids all know each other incredibly well. They play AU sports together. Right, sure. They play. They go and they're working out at sticks and they're working mm-hmm. out at all these different perfect game and they're going out there in the baseball realm and the basketball and so they know each other so there's some the recruiting place. going on there oh there's no doubt i mean that's been going on for a long uh-huh. time and that's a concern i know for a lot of people but this is already happening at one level and now you throw the one wrinkle in there the sit out period or your family actually has to move mm-hmm. in order for it to happen you take that away hmm. super teams will be mm-hmm. covered here i mean at least you have to make a trade in the NBA, yeah. there'll be no trades needed here. So Rubley, let's bring mm-hmm. it to him, the kid who left the Denver area, right, yep. and came to play Valley when Colorado was going to shut down and not play fall football. He'd be instantly eligible. He would, and he was, remember. Right, but then but then there was a fly in the ointment, and yeah. he had to sit out. But While Arlen Bruce was able to be eligible. But still, he, had to miss, he missed a few of the games. He but did. those two guys like that... Mm-hmm. It's it's not just for Iowa residents. You Correct. can move in. Right. And, and be eligible right away. Right away. <laughs> a ringer comes in for the state championship? Yeah, no. I don't want this to no. pass. I, I really and truly don't. I don't think this is a good idea. And as you said, it's only seemingly seeing the light of day on the eastern part of the state right now. Or or maybe is this just, I don't know, has this has this been going on in some shape, form, or fashion for decades, and we're naive to think that it's not been going on. I mean, I know that, you know, look at Dowling's been um, accused, I guess is the right word, of, of, of doing that forever. But, you know, they're a private school, Catholic school. They can get away with that. Some I don't like this. I just don't like this. This doesn't make sense that you can play football in the fall, basketball in the winter months. Like you say, you want to run track. Ah, Johnson's, they play baseball in the summer. I wouldn't mind doing that. I don't like that. I, I don't think this should go. Uh, and, and has it been going on forever and we're, I'm just naive? To a certain extent, absolutely. But this this opens it up to another level, mm-hmm. a completely different level. Because, yeah, but for the most part, it's a kid that's saying, for this particular sport, I'm going to go there. Yeah. Rico Gafford right. going for Meese to Dowling. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. But... Instead of a guy here or there, maybe it's three or four guys. Yeah. And and Rick's got a really good point. All right, here. Let's get him in here, Rick. Welcome to the program. How are you? Pressure's on. Trent says you've got a great point. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Um, so let's say uh, I'm the seventh best player at Johnston, or the seventh and best player at Milwaukee on a basketball team. My minutes are two, three minutes a game. Yep. Um, and I realized, hey, you know what? North's got a pretty good two deep, three deep roster. I go there. I play every game. I get an opportunity. Maybe mm-hmm. I got an issue with the coach mm-hmm. um, that you know that I can't quite seem to break the starting mm-hmm. lineup. Now all of a sudden we've got competitive teams throughout the metro. I think you'd see more transfers for people looking for playing time. Yep. I'm not sure the elite athletes. So we won't see a super team, Rick. Is that what you're saying? You you don't want no, super teams. You just want kids to get. I get your point. I like your point, and I love your point about I mean, maybe I don't get along with the coach or whatever. 
Yeah, and, and that's that's a minor one normally because mm-hmm. you probably don't get along with the next coach too. But but ultimately, if you want to have competitiveness, you know, if I'm the if if I'm the second best player at Johnson, I'm not going over to Valley right. just because I'm going to be number six or seven and give up my minutes. Yeah. But if I'm that eighth, ninth guy, yeah. you know, I'm close. I'm close. I could start somewhere now. Now all of a sudden, east, north. You know, all these schools that have taken it on the chin because their best players do leave can put together a team it's more competitive, more people are involved. I, I think there's a I think there's a positive spin to this. It's not just about the yeah. elite ones going. They're not going anywhere. They're Rick, staying in their home school. Uh, Rick, you've, uh, you've moved me a little bit here, opinion-wise. Uh, you make some very good points. Thanks for listening, and thanks for chiming in. Appreciate it. Yep. Bye. Good to talk to you. Um, Kind of another I don't want the super teams. Yes. That's the I'm NBA students. And I hate the super teams in the NBA. Uh, another thing that uh, Matt passed along to us, you cannot open enroll year-round where you just... So you go once. Right. If yes. you're, you're going to open enroll, you're going to Valley and you're staying in Valley. And another important piece, and I should have remembered this, my wife's a teacher and talks about it all the time when I bring up the sports side of it, yeah. is when you open enroll, it has to be improved by the school you're leaving and the school you're going to because, again, this is tax money each student uh-huh. is the oh, sure. and you're losing that tax money yep. that's coming in so it's not going to be maybe the wide ranging you're going to have to have a compelling reason my idea of going from dowling to valley to walkie that's, that's not going Good. to happen <laughs> yeah. and a couple of reasons for that so maybe we're going a little hyperbolic on that part of it maybe being swayed a little bit more the guy that you know i'm the 12th best team mm-hmm. right now at valley but i can I, help I, north I could help Seidel, Van Meter, right. go to one of the small schools, Martinsdale, St. Mary's. You know what, Trent? There was, and we'll 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 end on this. And, and uh, there was always talk. There, there was a kid who played basketball at uh, before the school split in Ankeny, who was kind of um, not the player he turned out to be. And he transferred from Ankeny, and I think the family might have moved to to, to Bondurant of all places. Mm-hmm. And he lit up Bondurant, and he took Bondurant places that Bondurant hadn't been, and then he ended up at U and I. And Kerwin Dunham had a really nice career. He did, yeah. Good shooter. Good shooter. But that was, you know, maybe he wasn't going to see the minutes early in his career at Ankeny that he thought and left early to get those minutes to begin the development. Um, good call, Rick. Good call. Good I, I do like the fact that um, you know you can help a team. I still don't. I, I don't know if I could, even if I was the seventh best team, leave my friends. Right, yeah. That would be. But that's everybody's different. Uh, let's do a keyword. Then we will get with Rob Doster. A Field of 68 is the podcast they do every morning with uh, Jeff Goodman and company. It's time for another $1,000 slam dunk. Text the keyword EASY to 200-200. Right now it's your chance at $1,000. EASY to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. Hi, right, Miller and Condon. Uh, we'll uh, talk some college basketball when we come back on Des Moines Sports Stations. 1460 KXNO and 106... Uh, play back. All right, welcome back, Miller and Condon. Heat or eat? Right now, Iowans need help feeding their families, and the Food Bank of Iowa is working to make sure that they have the food that they need. You can help. Every dollar donated creates up to four meals for Iowans in need. If you can help or if you need help, visit foodbankiowa.org to learn more. Let's learn more about college basketball. I do every time Rob Doster joins us. And 
Uh, today will be no different. Uh, Rob Trenton, Ken, thank you for coming on. Field of 68 is the podcast with Jeff Goodman, amongst other things you can see with our buddy Doster. Rob uh, Trenton, Ken, how are you? What's going on, guys? How we doing? Doing well. Good to speak with you. Uh, Trent and I, we watched uh, Baylor uh, early in the week, uh, the Kansas game. I mean, the, the the backdoor cover or bad beat, depending <laughs> on what side you're on, aside. Uh, watching this Baylor team just go through what uh, the Big 12, uh, it, does it seem inevitable? And I, and my, I hope there's a little bit of drama that Baylor and Gonzaga are by far and away the two best teams in the country, and then there's a big drop to numbers three, four, and so on? Yeah, I don't know how big the drop is, but I definitely think that it's, it's very clear that, uh, that, that Baylor and Gonzaga are the top two teams in college basketball. Um, you, you know, it's part of it is like they, all, they both have a weak guard play. Part of it is they both have an identity that you really know, um, you know how good they are and what they want to do every single game. Uh, part of it is that they actually defend. You know, we've seen Iowa put up um, 100 points in a game, but the big thing, the big problem with them is that they. Uh, sorry, my daughter just turned, turned on the papa shot, so that's, <laughs> right. that's cool right now. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, but the big thing with Iowa is they just we don't know how well they can defend, and there's only so far you can go in the NCAA tournament. You want a great defensive team. The same thing can be said for like a Michigan, right? Uh, I'm worried about the fact that they don't have great guard play, and that when you send doubles at Hunter uh, Hunter Dickinson. It mm-hmm. looks like he was a little bit flustered by it the other day. So mm-hmm. um, it feels like all there, there's a lot of other teams in the country that kind of have ways that they can be beaten. Whereas you know it, it's very difficult to kind of scheme something to to be able to slow down Baylor and slow down Gonzaga. So yeah, I, I definitely think they're the two best teams in the country. You mentioned Iowa, Michigan. I, I want to ask you about another team towards the top of the Big Ten that. I'm struggling to get my finger on, and it's Illinois. I know you got a futures wager on Illinois. Remember us talking about that? I think over the summer you got them at a great price. But I love the talent. There's just something about this team that doesn't feel like it's clicking at the level it should be. Where are you at with the Illini? Man, it feels like something's off, right? It feels like they're Mm -hmm. just maybe a little bit too matchup dependent to really um, feel that great about them at this point. Um, You know, and, and I think some of that is just the fact that they don't have. Uh, you know, a great answer if teams can pull Kofi Coburn away from the basket, which is, you know, a pretty big problem. A lot of teams are able to do that. We saw it with Ohio State on Saturday. Um, that part of it is uh, Maryland kind of figured out something where they just forced um, Iowa to his left every single time that he touched the ball. Wouldn't let him get downhill going to his right hand, and, you know, they ended up getting a win out of it in a game that they probably were uh, not even close to being um, the best team coming in. So, uh, it, it's very concerning to me that, um, that that we've had those issues. Now, all that said, I don't know how much that is a problem of um, of, of Illinois, like having some matchup issues and some things to do out. Or if that's just what life is going to be like in the Big Ten. Someone's going to figure out a way, that, like how to do something and how to slow you down and how to answer it. Uh, and then what they'll do is once teams kind of figure it out, like everyone's going to repeat it, then Brad Underwood's going to come up with an answer. He's going to find a way to counter it. And it's going to be just fine. And we're going to be talking about how, oh, you know what? Illinois is back. You look great again. Well, are they really back? Or is it just kind of what life in the Big Ten is going to be like this season? So uh, they have the talent to make a run. I'm not as confident about it as I was uh, back when I got them at 50 to 1 odds. But then again, part of the reason I got them at 50 to 1 odds is because, you know, it wasn't necessarily expected that they can make a run. So uh, there's only, the, the way they like to phrase it is there's only so much value in beating the market if you end up losing that. 
Uh, we're joined by Rob Doster, a field of 68. Rob, is, is, here, let me preface the, set this up before I ask you. I, I think college football is better when, you know, when Notre Dame is good, when some of the blue, and I, I get pushback on this, uh, but when some of the blue blood, when the blue buds are, are good, whether they're, you know, they're in contention, they get beat or not, that's not such a bad thing either, but just that they're in the conversation. Kentucky, North Carolina, and Duke are not in the conversation. Is this good for college basketball? Um, Yes and no. Uh, yes, in the sense that it's going to like, create more fun stories. And after a while, like talking about these freshmen that are going to be gone in, in a couple months, and, and you know, going over and over the same teams is is a little bit boring. And there's more fun stories when it's um, when when it's other teams involved. Like Baylor's a more fun story than yeah. uh, than Duke is when Duke's good, and Gonzaga's a more fun story if they can win a title than uh, North Carolina or um, Duke would be. Now. That said, you're going to get less eyeballs on it because there's there's those are huge fan bases that are not going to be as engaged as they normally would. Um, all that said, like right now, I think the most interesting story in college basketball is Kentucky, uh, what's going on there, and whether or not Coach Cal is going to end up getting fired. So I know I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth, but um, the great thing about college basketball is that uh, there's always stories that pop up out of nowhere, right? There's always things that we don't expect to happen uh, that end up being you know, some of the biggest talking points in the season. And, and case in point, this year, it's that Kentucky stinks. So um, it kind of is what it is. I, I just – the great thing about college basketball is you never really know what's going to end up happening. You kind of always know it's going to be Alabama and Clemson, Ohio right. State, those teams sure. in, the, uh, in, in the Final Four. In college basketball, you never know who's going to pop up or where that story's going to come from. Duster, you can't just gloss over Calipari. This is not real, right? This is <laughs> Kentucky sports radio manufactured talk. They're really going to fire Cal, are they? Uh, there's people that want him gone. Really? The Nuts. biggest problem that, yeah, the, the, the problem that people have with him is that they think that he values getting guys to the NBA more than he values winning. And, like, yes, he values getting his guys to the NBA, but it's not more than winning. He knows that the way that he's built his program is to market it as, like, the NBA, the, the, the premier NBA factory in the college ranks. And getting guys to the league as fast as possible is the reason why he's able to get those next crop of great players coming in. Now, um, you know, the, the funny part about all that criticism is, like, the guys that he has playing for him end up, like, underperforming, right? Like, look at what Tyler Hero was the 14th pick in the NBA draft, and he ended up being, what, one of the best rookies out of that class. He played for Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Devin Booker, who was, like, the 14th pick in the draft. You have all these guys that end up, Buying into a role and kind of underperforming. Bam Adebayo is another one. Like the, uh, un, the underperform a little bit while they're at Kentucky, and then go off to the NBA. So it's like I, I don't really know what these Kentucky fans are worried about. I think they're just kind of frustrated that their team is losing and they're looking for someone to blame, and so they're blaming the coach. It's just one of those situations where like might want to just kind of understand the grass is always greener on the other side. Hmm. You know, another one of those blue bloods I never mentioned, and I want to pick your brain on this because I love to play futures, uh, and Michigan State's going to have a massive, massive price b- beside them. Look, we, we know, we, we've watched college basketball enough to don't count out Izzo when it gets deep into the season, right? And Or should we? Is this a year that we can just overlook him and not have to worry about why well, you shouldn't have done that? I, I, I look at this roster, and I see Henry, and I see Rocket Watt, and I think Langford's uh, in COVID shutdown right now, but they've got some players. But what what are they missing um, in East Lansing? They're missing a great point guard. They're missing a great center, um, and they're kind of like but other than that, just a go to guy. You, you know, it's it's 
as good as Aaron Henry is, like you kind of want him to be like your uh, your second best player, like your your complimentary piece, your Scottie Pippen, if you will. Okay. Um, you don't want him being the guy that has to go out and get you like twenty five on a given night to win, especially when there is no point guard on the roster. Like if Rocket Watts ended up being as good of a scorer as we thought he could be this season, then that's a different conversation because Aaron Henry is a guy that can go out and kind of create a little bit and make some plays and do some different things with the ball. Um, but seeing as Rocket Watts has really really struggled and ended up getting benched. It's kind of turned into a situation where, like, Aaron Henry's got to be the go-to guy. I don't think that's the best fit. Um, and, again, like, they don't really have a five. They don't really have a great point guard. They're kind of going to this freshman, A.J. Hogger, who's, like, fine. But, I mean, he's a freshman that wasn't uh, considered to be a great freshman coming in. So, um, I mean, they're always going to be good because Tom Izzo's going to figure something out. But, like, in this year's Big Ten, I don't know if they're even a top-five team. Hey, let's go over to the West, our neighbors over in Omaha. What's going on with Creighton? Eesh. They get Zagorowski back last night. I-, I loved him laying big points against Providence. They're down 25-8 right away, and it just was an ugly performance out of them. What's happening with McDermott's squad over in Omaha? I mean, they're just, they're, they kind of are what they are, right? Like they, don't, they don't really have a stopper defensively. Mm-hmm. They don't really have a five. They're not a great rebounding team. Uh, when they can get out and run and space the floor and hit a bunch of threes, they're dangerous. But like when you're relying on, uh, going nuts from three to be able to win games like that's not the most efficient and the most consistent way to uh, to win basketball games. So like I, I just I think honestly I think they were a little bit uh, the ranking was a little bit inflated heading into the season. I don't want to say they're overrated. Um, I just feel like people forgot that losing Tyshawn Alexander was a big big loss for that program. Uh, do you have a team that I should going back to my love of playing futures? Let me pick your. Is there one in? Um, is the one you're keeping an eye on, Rob? That's you know fifteen, twenty, you know somewhere between fifteen. I'll say ten and twenty to one. Is is there a team out there that maybe keep an eye on? Fill in the blank. It depends on what you can still get. Um, what you can still get Alabama at. Like if you can get Alabama, really? I got them. Yes, I got them last night at fifty to one. Wow. You can get Alabama at fifty to one, like that is that's a lot of value there. So that's something that would be very, very interesting for me. Like I said, I just bet on them the other day, and uh, there's my daughter in the background again uh, playing with the ball. So um, yeah, Alabama is the, the one for me that that I really, really like at this point. She needs her daddy, and we'll let her daddy go. Rob Doster, we appreciate you coming on. Thanks, pal. Good to catch up with you. Look forward oh, to doing pleasure, it again. Guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you, Rob Doster. Field is sixty eight. Alabama, Alabama just a big win the other day. They beat Tennessee. Yeah, they clubbed them. Scored fifty eight in the first half. They looked uh, as good offensively as you can imagine. Hey, know it's still talking crap to Coach K. He can do it right now because yeah. this team's a lot better than Duke is at this point. DraftKings has them right now at thirty to one. Thirty to one to win DK. it all. Um, Michigan State thirty to one there. Here's one for you. Okay, I should have asked you a little deeper. Okay, now maybe this is just my infatuation with McKinley Wright. Yeah. Who point guard for Colorado? Yeah. They're fifty to one, and I really like them. And then they got beat by somebody not very good earlier this week. Is that just college basketball this no, year, though? Perhaps. You know, I love to buy these tickets, and you just get you get to run for your money. Mm-hmm. I want to run for my money, right? right? Just to you know, even to get to the second weekend and you're live at fifty to one when that team's now at eight to one or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's just Trent. It seems like I'd be pissing my money away. It's just Gonzaga and Baylor. Well, and you you can get North Carolina at seventy five to one. What's Kentucky? You can get Indiana at eighty to one. Kentucky is a hundred to one. That's crazy. But are you Kentucky? Just, are you lighting your money on fire? I, I think you are this year. Yeah, I really do. 
Uh, well, uh, speaking of sports wagering, we are going to uh, move into that realm after this timeout. Travis Dvorak from uh, Wild Rose DraftKings is uh, in place in uh, Jefferson and, of course, around the state. And Travis Dvorak is here. We've got a little contest we're going to talk about as Miller and Condon are going to hammer the fanatics. Aren't we? Oh, yeah. They be. Right? <laughs> I was looking for you. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. you and me. Uh, so we'll get into uh, we'll talk to Travis from DraftKings, who uh, again I think they uh, have a their arrow is pointing up. The, dra- the app is unbelievable; it's easy to play, good company, and making an impact in our state. And Travis is here to talk about our contest and what they're doing over there next at eleven oh five. Wade Looking Bill, former Hawkeye, will help us out on tonight's game against Indiana uh, FS One. It's FS1. FS1. FS1 has a 8 course, o'clock tip. 8 o'clock tip. The coverage will be down the hall on News Radio 1040 WHO. If you can't be in front of your TV, Vinny Iyer on the NFL 1125. Miller and Condon till noon on Des Moines Sports Stations. 1460 KXNO and 1-800-BETS-OFF. Ken Miller, Trent Condon, Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM, this is KXNO. Fourteen sixty KXNO. It's a mid morning show against the afternoon show. We're going to whoop them. Throttling coming. <laughs> but we're each playing also individually. Good, good. You gonna get bragging rights? I don't know. So I just, our, our buddy, I just want to be embarrassed. John Liebel, he uh, thinks that the Mister Monday Night moniker also should be on the line for the champion of this. I can't give that up. No, this is a great no, nickname. No, no, no. Even though Mister Monday Night struggled one. this year, you did, you did. Friday, Mister Friday, late morning though. You're on fire. One percent. Uh, Travis Dvorak from uh, from Jefferson from Wild Rose Properties. Of course, the sports book out there, DraftKings, also Bet Rivers, uh, in place there. Uh, Travis, good to see you again. Uh, you've on the other side of the glass. There is our buddy Trent Condon, um, Ken Miller. I bet you was we reminiscing a little bit here back in the when you were over in Clinton, but Jefferson, and you know now that um, you don't have to go anywhere to sign up. I'm assuming that business has picked up. Incrementally, um, am, am I right to say that the arrow is pointing up with the uh, uh, sports wagering at your facilities? Well, you know, Ken, when I came down here, I was listening to you at the top of the hour, yep. and, and you talked about DraftKings and William Hill and BetMGM and all that stuff, and you were spot on. Um, if you look, Jefferson's a small town, we're yep. a small casino. You look at the gambling side, we're like number seventeen in the state. But our DraftKings Sportsbooks, number two. Really? And uh, in handle, usually three or four in the in the payout because we do pay a little bit better, a little looser there. But since, and that was going into January. Well, I've talked to DraftKings since January, and they've seen a large uptick. Good. I mean, we've more than doubled our accounts since January 1st. And uh, it's going to be very competitive now. It's crazy. Um, it's great. But I do think, if you look at the products, and, and, and yeah, I'm probably biased. I get it. But yeah. Um, I think DraftKings is going to really challenge that number one spot. Yeah, me too. And, and this is where I kind of feel vindicated. I know I've been on Kicks and Radio a couple of times. I've had to answer emails and phone calls with people saying, when's your sports book coming up? When's your mm-hmm. sports book coming up? Because we were kind of late to the ball game. But I said, you know, I might be late to the ball game, but I'm going to draft Tom Brady in the seventh round because I want the right quarterback. <laughs> and I said, because we want, because this is long term. Yep. And so we were late, but we want to do it right. And, and, I, and credit to DraftKings. 
I think we came up with a really good product for for Iowans to bet on. I do too. I do too. Yes, you guys were one of the last ones to get into it, and uh, you're waiting for the right partner, the right partner in DraftKings, and I know the crew over there, Timmons and Gilson and everybody, uh, they found the right partners. You know what you did for, I know Sean Roberts from our morning show and, of course, Saturday morning pregame, he asked for this number, and you guys were able to provide it. I don't know why the state, and Brian Rilko is a good friend of mine, and I'm not crushing him here. Right. Uh, but I wish that they could carve. How much money's bet on the Super Bowl? Well, Sean Roberts asked you how much money had been bet on the the Fiesta Bowl. Remember that? And, yes. And you were at least not statewide, but you were able to share what DraftKings had done. I think the audience eats that kind of information up. I wish there was more of it. So I guess what I'm asking you here today is, will you help Trent and I when it comes to the Super Bowl number at DraftKings? Well, absolutely. I'll, I'll do what I can, um, but I will give you just a little bit of, uh, a little bit of work here. Um, I had to reach out to DraftKings and Bet Rivers and say, hey, what can you tell me? And yeah. there are some FCC or whatever uh, things i got to watch about, or FEC or uh, SEC, excuse me. Yeah. Too many letters out there. Right. Um, they can't always distribute all the exact numbers. Um, statewide, there's some things we can talk about. Um, but they were at least give us rankings. You know, this ranked number four. Gotcha. Of all the bowl games, it was number four in the nation, number two in the state. Um, but they did say because of SEC um, rules that they got to be careful about what numbers they give out. So. Um, luckily, DraftKings are a great company. Work with a lot of great people over there, and they said, "Well, here's what we can give you." And so they tried to work with us. So when it comes to Super Bowl, I know last year Des Moines Register did an article and a lot of the betting that went on with the Super Bowl, and and Brian Rilke probably helped with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we'll do that again this year. And um, as long as we stay within all rules and regulations, not just state, but now we got to talk about federal. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we'll provide what we can. Well, good. I appreciate that. Because well, I, I wanted to know. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, and one thing I always like to know, and Patrick Everson out in Vegas, he does this. He talks to covers, yeah. a lot of the operators and figures out, all right, at this book, 72% of the money is on this game. Is that something where you can find out tonight? Iowa plays Indiana nationally what the percentages are versus in-state is that anything that you guys are even able to see and maybe it's just my own weird curiosity wondering how different it is on a statewide betting market for iowa indiana as opposed to nationally statewide's kind of tough i can tell you what my retail is at my property mm-hmm. um i can't tell you what is statewide because it's all the other casinos and their information sure. that all gets disclosed to irgc eventually uh, nationwide with our apps, that's really up to those companies like DraftKings and Bet Rivers. I'm I don't have all the all the information. They just give me some pertinent stuff. But again, DraftKings, Bet Rivers, these are great people to work with. Which was one of the reasons why we picked them because you have good people. I mean, mm-hmm. we're Iowa. It's a people business, right? And so it's one of those. If I ask, if they can give us the answer, they will. And they were pretty prompt about it too. And so. Requests like that I can definitely look into, and, and again, barring regulations, we'll try to do what we can there for to yeah. keep the public going. I think it's great information. I do, things. too. I think people eat it up. They want to see it. They want to see somebody's got a big betty. They don't know who it is, but if there's a big – whether they're rooting for them, a lot of people root against them and get a thrill out of that when they go down the tubes. But it's just something to uh, to bring people to sports wagering. So um, – Let's let's look ahead to Super Bowl Sunday, and you guys are going to have a boatload of props, etc. Out there, do you have any idea what kind of handle you're looking at doing? I mean, from now that the regulations are what they are, and you can sit there and you can sign up on your couch at Bet Rivers and get the app, and likewise with DraftKings, do you have any idea how much, uh, what the percentage increase is going to be year to year you know, on that event? Yes and no. I 
I know what we did last year, but last year for Super Bowl, we didn't have our mobile up. It was just our retail, so I know mm. what we did there. With mobile coming up, you know, we're going to see how that first year went. Well, that first year kind of got interrupted with COVID. And yeah. I mean, I, I now know what people will bet on Russian table tennis when there's nothing else to do. <laughs> look, at, look at that sickle over there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I Guilty. Just, I learned just to bet on someone named Vladimir because there's no way he's going <laughs> to lose. That's the key, huh? Um, but I, I have some guesstimates what I think it's going to do. This year's going to be interesting because we opened up to the state right in the playoffs, right? So yeah. I can see a big uptick. Um. I haven't really put pencil to paper yet on this one, but I I can I'll be I wouldn't be surprised if how big this is because Super Bowl, as you know, is the biggest day in Vegas. Mm-hmm. March Madness is the biggest weekend, the yeah, opening they're weekend. They're both awesome, events. but Super Bowl is the biggest in Vegas. And so I think we're just going to see some records, and I really want to see what the statewide numbers are because. We're still in that first year, so we get to really see what sports betting is. And then we'll probably see some growth as people get used to it mm-hmm. and learn more about it. But um, I can see this being just huge. Mm. I know we're supposed to be talking about a contest, but we don't, we seldom get a book operator in yeah. front of us. So. And, and for us, we're a little bit right, different Right, yeah, this way. is kids in a candy store. It is. Free. So I know that the state, uh, Travis, I'm anxious to, to see if you have any update on that. We had Brian Rilko, what, Trent, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And one of the uh, initiatives that, that that Brian believes will make the floor are going to be who's going to win the Heisman, uh, who's going to be who's going to win the Wooden Award. And there was a lot of folks, a lot of Hawkeye fans, of course, want to back Luca Garza in this. Uh, we couldn't bet on the NFL draft last last year when you know sports were shut down and half the states are, are uh, allowed to bet on the NFL draft, and Iowa wasn't one of them. It sounds like that may pass this year. Are you hearing that? I don't have any. I, I'd love to say I got inside information, but you know Brian as well as I do. He's not. He's not showing his no, hand. No, no, he's not. But I will say this, and this is just my. Uh, this is my professional opinion. We opened it up carefully because we didn't know what to expect. You worry mm-hmm. about problem gambling. You worry about uh, dishonest, yep. bad players. Glad you brought that up. Actors. You have to. Yep. So just like anything else we do in Iowa, and Brian Rocco, give him a lot of credit. Very yep. smart guy. No he, doubt. He, he's out. He's always there to take care of the customer. Yep. And we want to make sure that we always have a fair betting process to the customer. And so I think he just wants to take it one step at a time. And as the confidence comes in, we can take the next step. So with this first year, I don't think we've seen any issues. Department of Criminal Mm -hmm. Investigations are watching this. They've had no major issues. Um, This betting has been as clean as clean can be. And that's credit to Brian Orelco as well as the Department of Criminal Investigations over there and and Director Jobes. But... um, because it's done so well and people are being responsible and, and, the, and the, the product is clean, I think you're going to start seeing more things come in. And so not knowing what Brian's doing, I, I would not be surprised if we can start doing things like the drafts and the Heisman oh, and the awesome. Wooden Awards. Good stuff. Well, we are... Uh, but that's speculation. No, mm-hmm. I understand. We are running up against the end of the hour. We look forward to participating in this contest. Way to go. Uh, you guys waited. Um, you, you got the right partner. Uh, Bet Rivers, anxious to see how they do as well. Uh, you've given out all your skins now, or do you still have one left? Uh, state law lets you have at least two. Yeah, at each property, right? And so we have two in, in, in Jefferson with yep. Bet Rivers and DraftKings. Um, there are some opportunities where you might be able to ask for a third one, not guaranteed. So gotcha. you know, we may look at that. We'll see. No, no guarantees there. But we've got the we got the original two slated, and I'm I'm happy with both partners. You should be, man. You should be. Um, I do got to ask Trent Condon. I don't know if this was you or yeah, not. Yeah. But I'm going to Bet Rivers. I'm on the laptop at home, and I'm looking at some stuff, and I I see they have a sidebar, 
And all of a sudden, this is like the I think this is the day, the night over the day after the Fiesta Bowl, and it shows big winners, and it said T Condon huh? eight times the bet. And I thought, well, how many T Condons are there? I hit a four team parlay. It wasn't oh an eight gosh. teamer. I hit a four teamer though, and it was the day after I was looking back through my account summary. Now, guess how much I bet? Five bucks. The, three. Three bucks. <laughs> three. So it paid thirty two dollars. It wasn't quite the big win I was hoping for. Should have done a hundred on that one, I guess, yeah, huh? Should have, should have, should have done a hundred on Creighton last night, though. You went down to that the flames not, without. But six and two in my college bets that last night. The one I hand out here, Travis. Uh, we enjoyed the hell out of this. We look forward mm-hmm. to doing it again. Having a sports book operate in front of us is uh, is good for Trent and I. Good radio. Uh, best of luck uh, to you guys over there. We're looking forward to participating in the contest. We'll talk more about it, and we'll see you again. All right. Sounds great. You guys got great charities that this is going to. Indeed we do. Hour number two coming up next. Miller and Condon, 1460 and 106.3 FM.